Uh, it is Bowerland News Radio 930 WBEN, and it is uh, 10 minutes after 2. And now I was talking to uh, David Bellavia just a few minutes ago about uh, the number of people who have died who were uh, you know, either stars or uh, may, had made appearances on the uh, Sopranos. And I don't know what happened, but the other night I just I, I went down one of those internet wormholes and I ended up where Seth MacFarlane said in Big Ted, the you know, movie Ted 2, that I, I, I was going to end up. But no, it, what what happened was uh, somehow I got directed to this page, and it was kind of staggering to me. And then I realized, well, you know, the show hasn't been on the air for almost twenty years. So obviously, over twenty years, you take a set number of people, and you're going to have people who just aren't around anymore. I mean, the actuaries know this. If you put together a group of 100 random people in a room within a year, X number of those people are not going to be around, either from accidental causes or disease causes or whatever. But uh, I was just I was just stunned at some of the people that looked so invincible and so tough on that show are no longer with us. And yet Uncle June, who looked so old and withered and frail and weak in the final episodes who played a guy with dementia, advanced dementia, and was in a state-run nursing home, he is still alive. I mean, of course, he was an actor, uh, but anyway, there it is. And, of course, uh, you know, the big uh, attention that everybody paid was to James Gandolfini, who made The Sopranos The uh, Sopranos. And as I've said before, uh, one of the things you can do if you ever get really bored and lonely is um, you, you can sit down and watch The Sopranos uh, Season 1, Episode 1, and compare Gandolfini's acting there to the later seasons of the show. And it's like you got two different guys because Sopranos Episode 1, Season 1, he almost had a lisp, almost had a lisp, uh, and he had yet to fully develop and refine the character. And it's um, it's just it's really it's really interesting to watch the uh, development of the Tony Soprano character from that first episode of the first season through the end. And it's also fascinating to watch his waistline and the stories of James Gandolfini disappearing for days at a time from the set and people not really knowing where he was and James Gandolfini going off on cocaine benders. Um, absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing that the show lasted as long as, uh, as it did and we'll never forget. And I'm sure you probably will never forget if you were a fan of the show, uh, coming home at night and turning on the TV and seeing that little crawl across the screen, actor James Gandolfini dead, like you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. But as it turned out, uh, he wasn't on any drugs when he died. He did have some booze, but he wasn't on any uh, illegal drugs. Uh, but clearly, uh, the, the man did not take very good care of himself and uh, as a result met with an early demise. So you know, it was not eating onion rings at Halston's. It was uh, obviously a very serious situation, being on vacation with his son. And that's just, uh, just you know, hor- I, just, I always feel bad for the son of uh, James Gandolfini, who is a dead ringer for his father um, in, in real life. Uh, he's going to grow up and he's going to probably look a lot like his dad. So uh, anyway, 
I don't know how we got into that, but uh, how you doing? How, how you doing? Uh, we were talking about uh, nothing that I, I want your calls on today on uh, WBEN. Although I heard some co- conversation about the development of the mobile phone over the years, and now it's a handheld computer that also serves as a telephone. But you remember the days where you have to have your you had to have your cell phone installed in a car and some uh, dealers would offer it as an option and it would sit on this cradle in the middle between the passenger seat and the driver's seat and it had the little squiggly antenna on top of your car which told the world i have a cell phone i am somebody important and then um, as the handheld phones uh, came around, of course, the first handheld phones that I remember were the size of basically a car battery. It's about the best description I can give you. A car battery with a little cradle on top into which the handset went, and you would dial it. And I'm sure you remember paying by the minute and tracking your cell phone usage, bare minimum cell phone usage, because nobody wanted the multi-hundred dollar bills that came from exceeding your limit. And then along came the uh, endless conversations, the endless minute plans. And uh, what's really super interesting, too, is when's the last time you actually paid for a long-distance call? We make long-distance calls today like we have never made them before. When I was growing up, I remember Dad would come home from work, and he would say, well, I talked to a guy in Shreveport, Louisiana today, then I talked to a guy in Los Angeles. I'm thinking to myself, what an amazing, wondrous invention this telephone is. My dad on the phone with Louisiana and California today? Wow, he must be super important because as a kid, we knew how expensive uh, the long-distance calls were. And uh, now uh, we think nothing of it. We pick up our phone and you can dial Puerto Rico, Hawaii, and dial Vietnam if you want to and uh, do it to direct dial. Maybe get in touch with all your friends in uh, Vietnam and tell them to send you some nice cotton shirts. So anyway, uh, we have a lot of things that I want to get into. You know, I I don't recall ever having done a show on tattoos. If I have, it has been a long time since I've done a show on tattoos. It's been years. Years, I tell you. And... There are two kinds of people. Well, you know what? There's three kinds of people in this world, the way I've got it figured out. There are people who have no tattoos, and they have made a conscious decision to never, ever get a tattoo. Then there are people who have one or maybe two tattoos. And then there are people who basically don't have any bare skin on their body. It is all ink. And actually, we should probably include, there's a fourth group of people, people maybe listening to this show, who had a tattoo and had it removed. Because what if you tattoo you and Monica forever, and Monica dumps you, or you dump Monica? You don't want to be walking around with Monica on your arm or your inner groin. You want that off as, as as soon as possible. So into what group uh, do you fall? In, into what group do you fall? 
Are you somebody who will never, ever, ever get a tattoo? Oh, and you know what? There's actually a fifth group of, of tattoo people. And these are the tattoos. And I don't know if these count or if they don't count, but they are people who get tattoos uh, not because they want to be in motorcycle clubs or anything like that. They get tattoos because they are um, they're medical tattoos. Uh, for example, you might be a breast cancer survivor. And as you know, uh, to properly complete the appearance of the breast, uh, there are people who will tattoo the nipple on the um, augmentation that has been done for you because a breast without a nipple isn't really a breast and it really upsets a lot of women, which I think is totally understandable. So there are tattoos that are done for medical or cosmetic reasons, you know, like people who lose their eyebrows, who get tattoos on their eyebrows because they realize how stupid they look without eyebrows. Can't imagine who I might be speaking of in that regard. But um, are you somebody who will never, ever, ever get a tattoo no matter what? Are you somebody who has a couple tattoos? And what do those tattoos mean to you? Are you somebody who has a tattoo basically for every inch of your body? And why? Why? I mean, I, I've, you've, I've seen these people, um, and obviously they're very extreme cases. You'll see them online. And not only do they have tattoos, but they'll modify pretty much every part of their body. They'll, you know, cut their tongue down the middle so they look like a snake or something. I mean, there are people who do some extreme body modification, which, frankly, I, I don't quite understand. Uh, you might be somebody who had a tattoo removed. I'm kind of interested in hearing from you like, hey, you thought the tattoo was a good idea at the time, and then suddenly you realize that nobody else thought Betty Boop was cool. Um, these are some of the groups that I was thinking of, but, uh, talk to us about your tattoos. Any regrets about your tattoo to the point where you actually had them removed? And I, I find myself uh, among my own peer group. Uh, well, I found myself for the longest time in the distinct minority as somebody who did not have any tattoos whatsoever. Um, that has changed recently for simply cosmetic reasons. Um, I don't have, you know, I, I don't have a, a badass tattoo on my arm or anything like that. Would look kind of silly on me anyway. But tattoos and you I feel like I'm doing a critique and commentary on the Rolling Stones from 30 years ago. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And like, what do you think when you see somebody with a tattoo? And what's really interesting is there is a time when, for example, police departments, if you had tattoos that showed underneath a, a short-sleeved dress shirt, you were not going to get the job at all. But now you see it all the time. You see cops wearing short-sleeved dress shirts in the summertime, and they've got tattoos that would do a hardcore biker proud, frankly. They really would. Um, employers have had to adapt their policies on tattoos to a changing reality. 
and the changing reality is, I, you know, I don't know what the percentage is of Americans with tattoos right now, but it has got to be higher than it has ever been before in the history of, of this country. Call them tattoos, call them body art, whatever. And I don't want any names on this, but um, anybody ever have a tattoo that just went hor- <clears throat> that went horribly, horribly wrong. Now, I'm not going to mention any names, but I know somebody very close to me who had a tattoo done of a guitar on his forearm. And it started out looking like a guitar. And now because it has faded and it has bled through over the years, it looks less like a guitar and more like a phallic symbol uh, on his forearm, which probably isn't sending the Correct message to the general public. Uh, 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. See, when I was growing up, basically the only guys, and first of all, women typically did not have tattoos. When I was a little kid, no. No, it would typically, of course, when, when you're a little kid, you're not typically hanging around with exotic dancers. But I didn't know, well, typically, I didn't know any woman with a tattoo at all. And growing up, I think about the people I knew with tattoos, and I'm talking the 60s and the 70s, they were ex-servicemen. Many of them were WW2 guys, and they had tattoos. It was like a rite of passage. They had to get the tattoo indicating that, yes, they were in the Marine Corps. And Semper Fi, by the way, that was that was a big thing for guys. And the other group of guys that had tattoos were the hardcore biker dudes. And they had the Harley Davidson tattooed or something very menacing that was tattooed on them. And then um, somewhere along the way in the last 20, 30 years, uh, that, that has all changed. That has all changed. And look, you can do with your body, as far as I'm concerned, whatever you want to do with your body. And it has been amazing to see um, the evolution of of hiring practices uh, regarding people with tattoos. Because there was a time where, again, you weren't going to get a job if you had a tattoo that was going to show underneath the short sleeve shirt. Not to mention nose piercings, tongue piercings, multiple ear cartilage piercings, etc., 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, how many of you have had a tattoo and you had it removed because the relationship you had memorialized forever on your skin, well, let's put it this way, uh, your tattoo outlived the relationship. Uh, let's go to Jim in Orchard Park. And Jim, you'll be happy to know that I took off the Tom and Jim forever tattoo, just so you're aware. All right, partner. Hey, how you doing? Love your show. Well, you're kind. Love your show. I got a fast story for you. I was working in a factory, and a buddy of mine, he's, he was a little strange. I walked into a break room. He's got a tattoo on his arm, and he's asking me, do I know anybody that can take the tattoo off? Well, this is probably going back about 15 years. They didn't have a lot of technology for this. But anyways, I, I said, what, what's the problem? He had a tattoo of a heart and his girlfriend's name on there. And she just broke up with him maybe two days after he got the tattoo. Oh. I looked at the tattoo. Tom, it didn't even have a, a, a scar or a scab on his arm yet. That's how fresh this 
tattoo was, and he's looking to get rid of it already. I felt bad for the guy, but I don't know. I didn't know what to tell him, where to go, or what to do. But God bless him, anyways. Well, you know, now they've got people who specialize in tattoo removal. But here's an interesting story: um, in the Second World War, the monsters who signed up to be part of the SS, the Schutzstaffel, they would have tattoos put on their arms um, indicating what blood type they had, just in case they were somehow wounded on the battlefield for easy transfusions. When they caught up, when Mossad caught up with Adolf Eichmann, he he had cut the tattoo off of his own arm. That's how he got rid of his tattoo. He cut it off. Wow. Wow. True wow. story. Uh, well, you know what? I'd love to hear from people who've had their tattoos professionally removed, not by uh, Adolf Eichmann, but by other means. Uh, thank you very much, Jim. Can you imagine? I mean, seriously, that's got to that's gotta hurt. I, I don't mean physically. I mean emotionally. You get the name. Like, you know, I, I would have Jimmy Love tattooed on my arm. And then two days later, Jimmy Love says, I never want to do your show again, and I'm leaving the radio station. I don't care that we spent the Christmas of 2022 together. I would be crestfallen and heartbroken. So uh, you and your tattoos, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, I'm not, look, I'm not going to lie. I always shoot straight up with you. Um, I, I lost my eyebrows. So... I got tattoos for eyebrows. True story. I'm not gonna. What am I gonna do? Hide it from you? For for what reason? I mean, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna. I tell people anyway, and they they look so good as they have faded. Uh, they looked clownish at first, but they have uh, faded a little bit. And, and the woman who did it did such a great job that this uh, plastic surgeon that I had to see about another issue. Um, he didn't know that they were fake until he looked at them under magnification, and he said, wow, what's her name? She does a great job. So I was pretty happy about that. But it's funny because people say, wow, you know, you got your hair cut short and you look so much younger. It's not the haircut. It's the fact that I have eyebrows again, which are tattoos. I mean, what, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be ashamed of it? It's cosmetic procedure. What am I going to do? I needed eyebrows. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. However, just so you're aware, if I ever lose the hair on my head, it's staying off. I will never get a toupee. I will never get a wig. If I ever lose my head hair, there's a very slight chance that's ever going to happen. But if that ever happens, I assure you, I'm not going to fight that. But I will fight the eyebrow thing. Absolutely. Um, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Extra points if you had your foreskin tattooed back on. Hey, uh, how many people think Leslie Frazier took a break from coaching during the Cincinnati playoff game? Anybody? Anybody with me on that? All right. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930, WBEN. Um, some friends of mine, I'm sure, are just they're in the depths of depression over Leslie Frazier taking a break from coaching, and I do say that uh, sarcastically. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN talking about you and your tattoos and a whole bunch of things regarding tattoos. Maybe you had a tattoo and you had it taken off, 
And these tattoo places are everywhere. Driving into work, I go by five different tattoo places. Never used to be that way. Tattoo places used to be concentrated in certain areas of town, which were not desirable places. Now they're everywhere. Now you got soccer moms with tattoos. Uh, Tattoos no longer have a stigma. But, uh, you know, I... uh, I, I, I thought about like getting additional tattoos, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Part of me likes the 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 to be to be rebellious and not have any tattoos at all. But I do already have tattoos, but they were strictly for cosmetic uh, cosmetic reasons, and I'm not embarrassed by it at all. Why should I be? Uh, here is uh, Sharon in uh, uh, Claret Center. Sharon, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, I went through a vicious divorce in the beginning of my 60 years on earth. And after the divorce, I decided to buy, get a tattoo for my divorce tattoo. So I took my favorite flower, which is a pansy, and I went to a tattoo parlor, and I had on my right ankle the pansy put on my ankle. It was beautiful. For three months, it was beautiful. And then all of a sudden, I had the leg the size of a, uh, a, a football, and it was weeping. It just would, the water would just run down my leg. And I went to the doctor. I had cellulitis. I was allergic to the guy in the ink. So I had to go on medication and everything, let it weep itself out of my system. And the thing kind of self-removed itself with, with with not having any ink left. So everybody thought I would had a burn from a motorcycle pipe. I said, it's on the outside of my right leg. I wouldn't know. It's a tattoo that went bad. Well, you were riding the bike backward. Um, yeah, 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 right, backwards, right. So I thought, oh, son of a gun. Then I had gone to Hawaii, and I could kick myself because they use all-natural. I should have had it redone in Hawaii and had them do it with the natural dyes, you know. Well, let me let me ask you a question. Before they did the tattoo, and this this goes to anybody who has had a tattoo. Before medical lady did my tattoo, she did a skin test to make sure that I wasn't allergic to the ink. No, no. You just walk in, you pay your money, and you get your tattoo. Wow. Uh, so, so anyway, so. I went through the last 10, 12 years looking with with this ankle that looked like I burnt myself on a tailpipe. And about three months ago, I said, okay, that's it. I had a little candle of a a pansy, just what I wanted, a little bigger than a silver dollar. And I went back, and all I did was have it outlined in black, re-outlined in black. No color. There's no color. It's just a pansy that's done in black on my skin. And I haven't had a problem yet. So So you weren't, I'm a little confused. You weren't allergic to the black ink, but you were allergic to the other colors? Right. And I didn't have any black ink in the pansy originally. It was all colors, purples, and it was beautiful. It was like a real pansy. Danger is your middle name. You know, so 
I went, I suffered. It, I, I, well, I didn't suffer. I didn't have a lot of pain. I just, it weeped. It, it would go through my socks. It would go through oh. my pants because it was weeping so, and it was so big. And, of course, every the, the doctor says, of all the people I've ever treated, I've never had anybody allergic to the dye in the ink of the blah, blah, blah. Of course not. It was just me. And then I had to go back and tell the guy that did it, and he said the same thing. I've been doing this for X amount of years, and I've never had anybody allergic to it. That's well, fascinating. Not. It had to be me. Well, what, what, kind of a, what kind of an annoying dog do you have? Is that, is that a dachshund? That's, she's the homeowner. That's a Shih Tzu. That's a Shih Tzu? Yes, and she's a she owns the whole she owns this place. All right, okay. Oh, well, Shih Tzus are cute dogs. I can't take that away. But hates, uh, what what at what is she barking? The phone. She hates cell phones, and I gave her her own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's cute. That's cute. You know, I live I live with her. Well, she lets she you owns live with this her. House. She pays nothing. She she's a see. I'm on the phone. And that's what she's pissed at. Oh, well, I, I will. I will let you go. I don't want your dog to be uh, increasingly irritated with you. I think uh, you need to give her some kind of a T R E A T. <laughs> Why she's barking and she shouldn't be? Well, maybe she'll. Well, that's a good point. You don't want to reinforce reinforce that behavior. But when you put the phone down and she stops barking, then give her a treat for not barking. How's that? <laughs> I would. Well, when she makes a mortgage payment. Oh, we're going. Okay, goodbye. Thank you. All right, that's that's a Shih Tzu. I thought for sure it was a Dachshund. It kind of sounded like a Dachshund, a little wiener dog. Um, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. You ever notice on the internet, all the people who, they raised this thing from the time it was a pup thinking it was a dog. It turned out to be a boa constrictor. Uh, let's go to uh, Patrick and Tonawanda here on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Howdy. Hey, just wanted to tell you, about 20 years ago, I was working in a pizzeria, and there was this kid that he got a, he got a tattoo on his upper arm, and he was debuting it in the, in the kitchen. He's showing it all to us. He's putting on the, the uh, baby oil to make it in good shape and all that stuff. And it was a tattoo of Italy. And I took one look at it, and I noticed that the peninsula was kicking Sicily to the east instead of the west. And I said, you know, it looks like they did a really good job tracing Italy. It looks like Italy. But it's backwards. Oh, <laughs> so I don't. I don't know what he did with that. I quit soon after. But he had a backwards, backwards Italy on his upper arm. <laughs> okay, I don't know why I find that funny, but look. Everybody knows that Sicily is the soccer ball of Italy. Somebody didn't know that. Um. Wow. But you you chose to say nothing. Oh, I told him. I said, it's going the wrong way. I said, they did a really good job of tracing that. It looks great, and the colors are great. It's going the wrong way. And he looked at it, and by the look on his face, I don't know what he did after that. I never saw him again. But he, he must have went and did something. He had a backward Sicily on his arm. Okay, I don't know why I find that hilarious, but I find that absolutely yeah. hilarious. Um, you know, know, the thing is, if you got a tattoo of Liechtenstein, nobody would care. Nobody would care. All right. uh, thank, thank you, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Look, it's a tattoo. What is it? Malta? Don't you know that? Oh. St. Helena? Oh, really? Okay. Um, all right. Uh, if you're the dude who worked at a pizzeria decades ago who got a tattoo of Italy on your upper arm, but they put it on backwards so that the uh, boot was 
facing the wrong way, and therefore Sicilia, Sicilia was in the wrong position, and you want to own up to your uh, geographical situation, by all means, uh, give us a call. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. You know, Jimmy Love Stelliano went in and he said he wanted a tattoo of grease, so they just threw some frying oil at him, and uh, it didn't work out very well for Jimmy. Uh, 803-0930, talking about tattoos. Uh, are you a tattoo person or not a tattoo person? I know some people who are covered with tattoos, and I know people who wouldn't get a tattoo if their life depended on it. And I know people who've had tattoos for medical reasons, for cosmetic reasons, and a very common tattoo uh, is for those of you who have endured breast cancer and a mastectomy, um, there is a lady who's very well known locally for making some very genuine looking nipples uh, to put on the um, augmentation that you get uh, when you have your uh, when you have your breasts um, redone. And I think that's a very noble um, profession, um, a very noble thing to do. I really do. Maybe you had a tattoo and, and you had it taken off. I mean, I, I can't imagine all of the people who get these permanent, well, what they think are permanent tattoos, and then the relationship ends and they're stuck with the name of their former on their arm or, God forbid, somewhere else uh, on their body. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Then, of course, there's the Charles Manson forehead tattoo, which uh, not recommended for anybody. Uh, Kelly and Chictawaga, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. So in my early 20s, I'm thinking I had to be 20 because I wasn't, my dad was an army man, so I wasn't allowed to have any ink on my body till I was 21. So I believe I did it when I was 20. I hid it for a whole year from my parents. And it's a heart with some flowers behind it and a ribbon through it. And the ribbon was outlined in black. And on the inside of the ribbon was the name of the guy I was dating at the time. Today, I'm 52. I'll be 53. The blue and the rest of the ink is so faded that the name that I did in like a light blue now actually looks like it's just like a design in the ribbon how long but that that took uh, 30 years yeah 30 well yeah 30 years i really haven't you know paid attention to it all this time until you actually did the show and i looked and i went oh my goodness it did it faded that bad (laughs) but right now when i just looked at it in the mirror it does it just looks like it's a design in the ribbon Wow. And my husband's going to laugh at me as soon as I walk out of the other room and go back to him. <laughs> well, no, that's that's interesting. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't name names, but uh, my brother got a tattoo of a guitar many years ago and it now looks like he's got a penis on his arm. <laughs> okay, I'm glad not that the message I think he wants like to it. send, not that there's yeah. anything wrong with that. If I could change putting that person's name in there, yes, I most definitely would have. But when you're 20, you think the person you're with, you're going to be with them forever. No, no, no. You, you, that, that's, that's. Well, at least now there's places. By the way, if you've if you've had a tattoo removed, I would like to know all about that process and how that went. That I would never do because I do know a friend who had that done, and it was extremely painful to her. Well, a little bit of pain does a body good. 
Yeah, well, you know, I, I did childbirth. I'm good with that. Well, do you have, do you, do you have like any um, any body piercings, like through your belly button or uh, through other parts of your body? Unfortunately, no, just the ears, and I don't even wear earrings to this day. Uh, okay, uh, thank you, I, Th- Kelly. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the call. It, it amazes me what what people get pierced. Like, uh, you know, can we just talk about piercings too? Because tongue piercings, I know why some of you get tongue piercings, but I can't think of something that I would, okay, I can think of a couple of body parts, male, one male, one female, that I just cannot imagine the enduring agony of having those pierced or the reason why you would want that pierced. I mean, why would you want something pierced that is the pleasure zone of your body? Seems to me like you're killing some of the pleasure, aren't you? I mean, you might be given pleasure with you. Well, I don't want to get too detailed here, but uh, let's go to John in a car on uh, WBEN. John, we're talking about tattoos, man. What's the deal? Yes, sir. I heard the beginning of the show, you gave a bunch of categories of people with tattoos, and I think I fall in a different one. I didn't get my first one till I was 49. I'll be 60 soon. I've got about six of them now, and I want to keep going, so I'm not completely covered. But I definitely dig them. Okay, why at forty nine did you decide to get your first tattoo? Um, I, I really don't know what brought that on. I guess I've always thought they were kind of nice, and uh, forty nine just seemed like a I I, I I just figured to pull the trigger on it. I was kind of scared to be honest with you. Thought it would hurt like hell, but it, it wasn't too bad. And you get used to it, and you realize what you're up against once you get one. So, you know, different parts will hurt more than other parts, but. Um, you, you know, it, it's interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm anything but a tough guy, but uh, the, the pain involved, it was nothing that even crossed my mind. I wasn't nervous at all about going in. Um, you know, once you've had wires ripped through your body, nothing else really kind of matters after that. Um, Absolutely. But the, uh, the, the, the first tattoo you got was what? I got the Blues Brothers on my leg, Jake and Elwood. Oh, no. Um, uh, what what else do you have tattooed and where? Um, that's on my right leg. I've got John Lee Hooker on my left leg. I have a, a, a Mets symbol on my chest for my brother who passed away. I've got B.B. King and a peace sign on one arm, and I've got Joe Cocker and a creation my daughter came up with on my other arm. Wow. That's, a little bit of everything. Yeah, well, you're definitely, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't put a Robert Johnson in there. Um, I, 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 well, I mean, let me just explain something. Robert Johnson was a legendary um, blues guitar player, but I could think of a very appropriate uh, place on your body where you might put a tattoo of Robert Johnson. Absolutely. I'm going to pass on that one. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, everybody thinks Eric Clapton and Cream did the song Crossroads first, and that is not true. Robert Johnson did the first known recording of it back in like the 1920s or whenever it was, and it's definitely different than the Cream version of Crossroads roads oh there are a ton of songs that started out way back when that became famous by other people but they all had their beginnings there um very well very well well uh, what what's your next tattoo i'm still contemplating it i'm not sure yet but I, I will think of something i think you should get a bowerly tattoo um I, i'll keep that in mind i, I will look for a, a possible <clears throat> image that would work and, and maybe i'll consider it 
Oh, that would be okay. That'd be cool. Anybody out there ever gonna get a Bowerly tattoo? That'd be a riot. I would. I would laugh if I saw that. Well, good luck, John, with uh, your continuing uh, tattoo work. All right. Thanks very All right, much. Thank you very much. Um, by the way, it looks like uh, student loan forgiveness is uh, going down the tubes. Uh, and uh, here's the story uh, as uh, um, objectively written by Odyssey. Uh, conservative by the Associated Press, rather, uh, conservative justices holding the Supreme Court's majority seem likely to sink President Joe Biden's plan to wipe away or reduce student loans held by millions of Americans. Arguments lasting more than three hours Tuesday, Chief Justice John Roberts led his conservative colleagues in questioning the administration's authority to broadly cancel federal student loans because of the COVID-19 emergency. The plan has so far been blocked by Republican-appointed judges on lower courts. So, in other words, Republicans are evil because, uh, you know, they actually believe in separation of powers and three separate and co-equal branches of government and that in this country we're not supposed to rule by executive order and decree, but things are supposed to go through the legislative branch and be signed or vetoed by a president and then the constitutionality decided by a Supreme Court. I, I know it's a very old-fashioned way of looking at things, but, you know, it did the country well for the first part of its uh, existence. And by the way, um, I have uh, kids that would benefit greatly from student loan forgiveness, and I could not be more adamantly opposed to student loan forgiveness. Um, You took out the loan. You knew what you were getting into. It's up to you to pay it back. Why should I have to pay back your student loan? Because if you don't pay back your student loan, that, that money's going to come from somewhere. It's going to come from me. I don't have any student loans. I never took out any student loans. Why should people who've already paid their student loans uh, or those who never took out student loans, why should we pay for yours? Should we also pay for your car payment? How about your hospital bills? Should we do that? Too? How about your credit card bills? You went and you bought a $20,000 pinky ring? What, should I pay for that too? Uh, the problem with these educational situations is big sheepskin goes utterly unmolested by the politicians. Is the problem the person who takes out the loan or is the problem an institution which charges 60 grand a year for a meaningless bachelor's degree in the history of medieval art? When will they start going after big sheepskin instead of going after the American taxpayer to fund loans for students who studied medieval art of the pubic region. I don't understand it. Uh, But anyway, it looks like uh, student loan uh, debt forgiveness is going down. And please understand, I I have two kids that would benefit greatly from student loan forgiveness. But why should everybody else be on the hook because they took out student loans? It doesn't make sense to me. Makes zero sense to me. And using COVID as an excuse, yeah, whatever. We we can all come up with excuses. Uh, look, you borrow money. This is a good. This is a good life lesson from the Sopranos. You borrow money. You don't pay it back. You get run over by a car and beaten up. That's what happens when you borrow money in the real world. Uh, don't expect your local bookie to give you bookie debt forgiveness. Maybe that'll be the next thing. They, they offer. Of course, we don't really have bookies anymore. The state uh, has kind of monopolized the gambling operations. They saw a good thing. They know they could make money off of it. So the state moved into areas uh, that otherwise were held by uh, uh, people who uh, 
you know, I, I remember, <laughs> I remember when people would actually get arrested for illegal bookmaking. Now, the thing that was illegal 25 years ago is now a state monopoly. And then, of course, the state makes the treaty with the Native Americans. Then the state goes back on its word, go figure, and opens up racinos um, <laughs> to compete with what was supposed to be an exclusive deal with the Native Americans. Never trust the state, any state, because they'll screw you in the end. All right, it is uh, two fifty-seven at News Radio nine thirty WBen. It is Bowerly, and I, look, I don't even go to casinos anymore. I, I, I went on a heater that one night, couldn't even win a free spin two subsequent occasions. So I don't, I don't, I don't really gamble anymore. I don't even buy Super Bowl squares. Why, uh, you know, squares for the big game? Because uh, I, I always get the crappiest numbers going. Never fails. All right, it is uh, two fifty-eight at News Radio nine thirty WBen. It is Bowerly uh, coming up. We have a lot more to talk about um, with respect to uh, tattoos, and uh, I might add student loans to the mix because it looks like the uh, proposal to offer a certain amount of student loan debt is going down the toilet. And I'm actually arguing against my family's own best interest by saying you took out the money, you should pay back the money on News Radio nine thirty WBen. It is uh, Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, talking right now about tattoos, because uh, I don't think we've done a tattoo show. If, if we have, it's been a long time. And there are many, diff- <clears throat> many different characters or, or categories of people when it comes to tattoos. There are people who will never, ever, ever, ever get a tattoo. There are people who will get tattoos for Medical reasons, uh, cosmetic reasons, uh, which is what I did, not embarrassed at all by it. Uh, There are people who uh, are totally covered with tattoos. There are people who have one or two tattoos. There are people who had a tattoo and they had it removed. I mean, these are just some of the groups. Um, It's a pretty sad story when dude gets a tattoo and the woman whose name is on his tattoo uh, dumps him two days after the tattoo. That's uh, that's got to be painful, Eight, in more ways than one. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I, uh, I felt bad for my brother Billy because uh, he got a tattoo of the alleged Bowerly family crest on his arm. Very intricate tattoo, and I had to explain to him that, dude, it was a scam. Our family was poor. There, there was no Bowerly family crest that means anything to anybody. If there was a Bowerly family crest, it would be a pile of cow crap and an udder. That's about it. Uh, let's go to uh, Mary in Orchard Park, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Mary, thanks for holding. It is your turn. Okay. Well, I have a granddaughter who's now 28, but at 18, she asked me what my favorite scripture was, and I told her what it was. Didn't know why. And fast forward maybe a couple of months, and she comes in with her girlfriend to the house, and her girlfriend says, "Look at your tattoo. Look, show me your grandmother your tattoo." Now my favorite scripture was Romans eight twenty eight, and so she turns around at the nape of her neck, flips up her hair, and she has Romans twenty eight eight. And I said, what's, what's that? She said, that's your favorite scripture, Grandma. I said, there oh. is no Romans 28.8. Oh. So she, she said, I even looked it up in Google. I said, yeah, and when you're wrong and there's a, an alternative, Google will bring the alternative. And she said, no, I'm going to show you. 
And she did, and of course it was Romans 8.28. And here's the scripture. All things work together for good for those who are calling, uh, called according to his purpose. I said, you should never, ever forget this scripture, because it's permanently on your neck now. Wow. E- even though it's got the wrong citation. Yes, of course. You know, what I always wonder about is the, the people who get the tattoos with the Chinese symbols on it. And because if, if I were a tattoo artist, I, I could not be trusted because I would put all kinds of obscenities in Chinese on somebody's arm. Well, the funny part is, is her brother is a tattoo artist and he's quite successful. And we all just as a joke, he actually put Romans 28, eight on himself. Oh, that is funny. In honor of his sister. Now, she has other tattoos that she impulsively did. Like down the side of her leg, she had a big, long dog that we used to have, a, a, a boxer. And then she decided she didn't want it. So she had to pay oodles of money to get that thing removed uh, and a couple other things that she wanted removed. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I've heard Christians saying that, uh, and I don't know on, on what this is based, but saying that tattoos are, are somehow the work of the devil and unholy. Yeah, no, I think, you know, in the Jewish faith, I do believe that there's some people who believe that you can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery if you have a tattoo. Um, but I don't believe that there's any reference to tattoos. I, you, people can make anything out of anything, so. Well, I mean, I eat, I I eat steak it. on Good Friday, so you know, you're talking to a heathen here. So, Well, well that's it. You're going to hell. Oh, clearly, <laughs> clearly, because G- Jesus said on the cross, if you eat steak on a Friday, you're, you shall rotteth that's in right. hell. Um, Poor are, Jesus, he gets a bad rap, doesn't he? Um, well, he certainly uh, did with the Sanhedrin and the Romans, I'll yeah, say that much. He did. Uh, I know, but what we do to him is terrible. Well, what, what they did to him 2,000 years ago is far worse. <laughs> um, but I thank, you, uh, I thank you very much. I appreciate it, Mary. Um, interesting. They screwed up a, uh, a Bible verse. Um, but, no, you know, it... it the, the Chinese symbols on people, if you actually speak uh, Cantonese or Mandarin and you see somebody with a Chinese, I, I know people who speak uh, Mandarin, and I'm going to start taking pictures of Chinese symbols on people's arms and say, all right, what does this really mean? What does this really mean? And Jimmy Love, I think it'd be funny if uh, we had, if we caught somebody with a tattoo that said, I love Jimmy Love. I love Jimmy Love Stellianu. They think it means, you know, pride, joy, honor, integrity. It really means something like Jimmy Love and I had a wonderful time last Friday night. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, let's go to, we're talking about tattoos and you. And there are people without tattoos. There are people with a ton of tattoos. There are people with one tattoo that is really super, super special. And there are people who are basically covered head to toe in uh, in, in tattoos. And, uh, and then there are people like myself, who have a tattoo for um, a specific and uh, uh, cosmetic reason. Uh, I was thinking about getting a medical tattoo, but <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's not enough room in my body to cover everything. Uh, here is uh, Tom in uh, Amherst. Tom, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, yes, I, I was just working in my office and I heard you talking about tattoos and it. I waited till I was 63. I, I never thought I would ever get a tattoo. Um, but I 
did, and it, what it is, it's the uh, insignia uh, or logo of the uh, Route 91 Harvest Festival, um, which was that concert in uh, Las Vegas five years ago. Um, I was at that concert that night, so I I decided I when I came back it, about a year later, I just wanted a tattoo to remind me of it, which some people think, why would you want to be reminded of that? But um, it for some reason, I just didn't want to forget it. Uh, maybe because I made it through it or what I don't know, but that, that was the uh, that was the the mass uh, mass murder. Yes, 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 in, in Las Vegas. In, in Vegas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah nothing yeah. suspicious at all about that guy checking into the hotel. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that you had to experience that. That was a hor- horrific, uh, absolutely horrific situation. But um, did they? Did they kind of maybe ask you some psychiatric screening questions before you had that tattooed in your body? <laughs> Why I wanted it? No, yeah. no, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> um, like I said, I, even to this day, I'm not quite sure why I did it, but it's it's like for some reason, I I just didn't want to forget it. Uh, you know, and I don't think about it hardly at all anymore, but it was just something that like i said either because i made it through it um and and you know there was a lot of people got shot and killed there so it, it was it was quite an experience <laughs> um yeah i you know that that's really interesting because uh i can't imagine uh going through something like that 58 people died and you must have seen things that uh, will never leave you yeah, I, I saw people down. I saw people who were wounded. Um, yeah, we were right down on the, on the edge of the floor, on the main floor there. So, yep, it was, uh, you know, hearing ricochets and things like that. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, it, like I said, it just, it's weird why I wanted it, but it was something I thought about. And it's like, um, I don't know, maybe to, you know, honor the people that, that didn't make it. Um, I don't know, but it's... I did it, and I don't regret it one one bit. So. Well, maybe is it something similar to those t- T-shirts that came out in the 1970s? I survived the blizzard of 77. Remember those? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, it could be something like that. Yeah, I um, agree. Well, of, yes. of all of the people calling in with a tattoo idea, uh, that is, that's one I, I did not see coming because I would think that that would be something you want to shut out of your mind uh, forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because that was uh, one of the most horrible uh, news stories uh, that has that has happened. I mean, <clears throat> fifty-eight people dying. Uh, as uh, but Jason Aldean had just started his set. Yes, yeah, he was just. Uh, I think he was into like a second song or something like that when it when it started. And, when, uh, what what did they do uh, when Jason Aldean was on stage? Did his security just come and tackle him and get him off the stage? Um. It started because you could tell where I was. We were right in the, the VIP section, so we could see right everybody right in front of us on the floor. And you could tell that you could see people starting to move backwards, like getting away from the stage. But they were still playing. And I think it was about the third round uh, when he opened up that all these people, you could. that's when the stage, people just started running off the stage. I mean, the lights went out and... The stage just empty. They just scattered in every different direction. Oh man, that's that's just a, I I can't even I can't even think of that. But uh, you know that uh, that's, it's a very interesting tattoo. I'm sure you did it with uh, 
the the most sacred um, uh, intentions to remember those who did not make it. Fifty eight people died in that, and that was back in just five years ago. Yes, it was. Yeah, and uh, yes, and that's what it was. I I think it was more of a remembrance, um, you know, of the people and 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 that night that I. I just didn't want to forget it. I didn't want to forget, you know, what happened that night. How, how did you get out of the? You said you were in the VIP section. Um, how did you yeah. make your way from the area where people were being murdered? Well, the, the, the section we were in, was the VIP, it was like a set of bleachers, um, like a you know a high school football bleacher setup, and we were like the third row in the bleachers, and when we realized, it took a while before we realized what was really going on. Um, I thought it was fireworks at first, but um, then when I realized what was going on, we <laughs> we crawled the length of this thing. Um, I don't even know where the people went. Everybody just was scattered. There were some people still sitting there like nothing's going on. And, but we crawled all the way down. It was probably about almost 100 yards and got to the end, and then there were some police there. And, um, they said we could get up and, and come down to where they were and but it was like you you always had like about 10 seconds before it would start again and then once it would start you know it would go for maybe 15 20 seconds and then then you'd have 10 seconds and then it would start again and it seemed like that went on forever and ever and ever man i i am just so sorry that you had to uh, experience something like that that's uh that's just uh, that's just terrible, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, okay. when we uh, we started doing this show, um, I never would have imagined in a million years that somebody would call in with that kind of a tattoo. Um, but I, it sounds like it's very respectfully done. Here is uh, Mario in Gowanda on WBEN. Mario, you are on. Hello. How's it going, Tom? Well, I'm feeling Tragic a little bit story somber. The last caller just had. Yeah, now, I'm feeling somber after that last call. Hey, I've got seven tattoos. They're all placed where I can cover them and everything. I do have a woman's name in a ribbon with a heart around it on my chest. Um, bad decision, regretted it ever since. I am getting it covered. The tattoo guy I know came up with an idea to cover it, and it's the old rubber stamp looking thing that says void. <laughs> but don't they have ways of laser removing uh, the tattoos now? I believe so. I've never checked into it, but I kind of think they'd look neat with the void because you can only see it if I wear a tank top. So, Wow. No, that's that, that's something. So, uh, tell us about all your tattoos. I mean, uh, tell us uh, the t- tell us about the tattoos and and what prompted you to get tattoos. I the first one I got I was eighteen out being dumb and that and stopped. We got the Confederate plagues, not nothing, you know, on the bad side. Just because we thought we were being Billy bad butts, you know, and. I got a homemade one on my shoulder blade of the Grim Reaper. Uh, that was a fun night. Um, I got some fire department ones, and I got my nickname around my wrist. Interesting, interesting. Do you uh, do you think there's any discrimination uh, or any uh, how do we say this uh, uh, pr- uh, prejudice towards you as somebody with a bunch of tattoos? 
No, I mean, I they're respectful and everything. I don't have a problem with them. I mean, like I said, I got the Confederate one, but we got that because we were out and you know, thought we were bad country boys. There was nothing prejudiced with that one. Uh, I mean, if somebody had the Nazi symbol or something, yeah, that'd be offensive. And, you know, I wouldn't want to be around that person. No, no, un- understood. Well, I mean, there was a, uh, I mean, you, you, you talk about um, tattoos, and uh, I mentioned Adolf Eichmann before cutting off uh, his SS tattoo, but there was a grocery store in uh, Tonawanda. At one point, Tana Tonawanda had a, a very strong Jewish community in the area around Eggert Road and Parkhurst and that whole um, area. There was actually a, a temple there. Uh, there's a grocery store called uh, Park Edge, and you, it was not unusual at all as a little boy in the 60s and early 70s to see Holocaust survivors with the tattoos still in their forearms. Wow, that, that'd be interesting because I'm in the World War II and everything. I love the history of it, the American side and, and um, you know, the liberation of the camps and everything. Um, both my grandfathers were World War II vets. Um well, oh, very, I mean, very bet. interesting. Mario, I, I thank you very much. I, uh, I appreciate the call. Uh, we are okay. talking about you and, and your uh, your tattoos. And, uh, you know, we un- unfortunately, as, as time has gone by, there are a dwing- dwindling number of Holocaust survivors. I can't remember the last time I've seen a Holocaust survivor um, in person with the tattoo on the arm. And uh, when you go back, if you have Netflix and you watch uh, the Adolf Eichmann show or the trial of Adolf Eichmann, I forget exactly what it's called, but many of the officers sitting in the courtroom that was uh, sitting in judgment of Adolf Eichmann, uh, they'll show you close-ups of their tattoos. And some of the guys will lift up their shirts to show the uh, the tattoos, which were... Um, uh, uh, lifelong horrible mementos of what they had experienced in their uh, younger years. And, uh, and I'm surprised, frankly, that more people didn't uh, cut them off. Maybe they did, but they just didn't make a big a big deal out of it. But uh, no, it's a, it's a very sobering experience to see that. Uh, and I remember as a little boy, it was a very sobering experience to see that, in particular at Park Edge, because as I said, that was a very... Um, heavily Jewish area at one time in Tonawanda, and then the exodus came toward Amherst and East Amherst, and uh, you know, just like the the Polish uh, East Side to Chictawaga, ethnic groups. You know, they, there tends to be a movement from place to place. It's an interesting demographic study. All right, welcome. It is Bowerly <clears throat> News Radio nine thirty W B E N with you on a. Uh, Tuesday, uh, the final day of February 2023, and uh, talking about tattoos, tattoos, and different people have different tattoos for different reasons. Um, the, uh, uh, the the Vegas um, mass shooting one, I, I was not ready for that. That's one of those things that I uh, honestly had kind of forgotten about, but uh, just uh, looking it uh, up online um I, I can understand why the individual got that tattoo because uh 58 people died hundreds were wounded and uh the suspect uh, either took his own life or was killed by police i think 
Uh, he took his own life, as I recall, some of the graphic pictures which uh, hit my cell phone afterwards. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, some of you have no tattoos and you have no plans whatsoever to get a tattoo. Some of you have one tattoo. Some of you have medical or cosmetic tattoos. Some of you have bodies who are completely tired, uh, covered with tattoos. And uh, George Carlin, I remember uh, George doing a bit where those those of you who have the barbed wire tattoo around your uh, biceps, he would like to see actual barbed wire wrapped around your bicep, at least uh, when he was alive. 803-0930. Star 930 and uh, 1-800-616-WBEN. Like, what, what is on your tattoo? What is your, what is your favorite tattoo? Is it a dog? Is it a dearly departed loved one? Is it uh, the, the list of your kids' names? I mean, the possibilities are absolutely endless. And you know, some of these uh, tattoo artists are really quite good. They're very talented. But I think, like anything else, some of them are really talented and, and some of them are hacks. And uh, you gotta, if you're gonna get something on your body that's gonna be an ink, you gotta make sure that you get the best pot. You gotta get the Rembrandt or the Da Vinci of of tattoo artists. You can't be going for the, uh, you know, draw by numbers guy. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Do we have any Jimmy Buffett fans who have giant parrot heads on them? Just out of curiosity. Okay, back to the calls on uh, WBEN. Uh, and I have uh, joined the ranks of the tattoos, but frankly, it's it's cosmetic tattoos, and uh, I'm glad I did it. They, they did look kind of clownish at first, but they, they've settled down a little bit and look a little bit more natural now. Let's go to uh, Joe in Orchard Park. Joe, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have a tattoo that I got uh, December 19th, 1959. Uh, I was in Navy boot camp, and we were going home for Christmas leave. And uh, took a bus, not a bus, a train into Chicago and had to wait for the train to go into Buffalo. And we, a bunch of us were walking past a tattoo parlor and never thought of one before. And so I thought, I want to get one. So I went in and I got a heart on my upper left arm. Uh, it's main. well, the red is faded. The green is about half faded. Um, and it has, at the time, my girlfriend's name on it, right in the middle of it. And that's a little tough to read, but it's still there. Wow. Very, and, uh, very, very interesting. Joe, thank you very much uh, for the call. Let's go to Steve in Williamsville. Steve, you're on WBEN. Hello. How are you doing today? Sir. Yeah, you there? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm awaiting the brilliance. So, all right, I just want to uh, tell you, my arms are covered in tattoos, and I'm a truck driver, so I go across the border daily, and the only time I ever have an issue is when I come back, you know, across uh, the Canadian customs or the American side. If my arms are showing, the only time I ever get the looks, and I feel like I'm being judged. 
Yeah, but, but okay, in 2023, I'd bet that uh, probably more than half of the customs inspectors themselves are covered with ink. But in the old days, that was a disqualifier, exactly. but it's not anymore. Yeah, now there's a couple that have tattoos. Um, just happened today. I came across the border, um, and the American side, he looked at my arm and closed the window, told me to hold on a second and close the window. And I always feel when they do that, like I'm going to be pulled off to the side and like inspected. I don't know. It just like that. Maybe your I've tattoo is in a, for 25 years. Like that. Maybe your tattoo is in a database somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, that's a legitimate. That's a legitimate question. If if they're doing a search for tattoos, yeah. right? Yeah, I, I I don't know. I've uh, I had a run-in with the law about 15 years ago. And so every now and then I will get them, you know, they'll ask me the questions because I'm still in the system. So it just makes me feel like I'm being, I'm being looked at because of my tattoos. I've had tattoos for 28 plus years. Well, do you, do you think it's the tattoos, or do you think it's the fact that you're already on the radar of law enforcement however long ago it's been? I mean, people who get busted for drunk driving, they can't even go into Canada. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, and I know that could be part of it, but it just, to me, it feels like when they see my arms uncovered and they they say, hold on a second, I feel like it's because of the tattoos. But you're, you're right. I could be in there because as soon as they scan my passport, you know, things are going to come up and my history is going to be there no matter, you know, it's erased but it's always going to be in the government system. So no, don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on that. Uh, what what is the what is the most uh, what's what's the most okay? So you're you're going through customs. You got your left arm on the window. If if a custom inspector is looking at your tattoo, what are they going to see? They're going to see. Um, well, my left my left arm is covered in. Uh, there's a devil. There's flames. Some uh, crosses. Um, so it kind of, it, it appears, you know, it would look evil, I guess you could say. Well, yes, a devil shooting flames. Um, looking at, yeah, looking at that, they're going to think, you know, okay, let's, uh, this guy doesn't look like the uh, the religious type. You know, well, you just tell him you're a Satanist or something. Or, or make the flames yeah. shooting out of Satan's bung. Now that would at least add some humor to it, anyway. Uh, well, Steve, thank thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Um, we're talking about you and, and your tattoos, and okay, that raises another question: When you're going through customs, uh, are you being judged for your tattoos? I mean, I think it has more to do with his past run-ins with the law than it does with his tattoos, because a lot of the people who work customs now, they've got tattoos. Like, a lot of cops now have tattoos. And again, we've talked about this before. In the 1980s, uh, departments went from, okay, you need a high school diploma. Okay, you need two years of college. Okay, you need four years of college. All right, you need a PhD now to be a cop. I'm exaggerating somewhat. But now they're begging people to take the exam. Uh, just like uh, restaurants and other places can't find people who work, police departments can't find people who, who uh, want to work, who who want the job. And frankly, I can't blame anybody for not wanting to do it. 
803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Honestly, I don't know a single cop who wants his daughter or son to follow in his or her footsteps. Uh, here is uh, Patsy on WBEN. You are on. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Well, it's a beautiful day. your show coming and going from work. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about a flashback. I go flashback to when I was 16. Hmm. It was 100 years ago. A couple of my girlfriends and I, we bought this Indian ink. And we got some needles and we we uh, tattooed our boyfriend's names on our hips. And that's, you know, it's still kind of there, but not. it wasn't nothing professional. But anyway... Flash to forward, I um, plucked my eyebrows and, and shaved them and did all these crazy things to them to where eventually I didn't have any more. So I went to this crazy lady's house, and she microbladed. It was like the first thing, the first time they ever came out was microblading the eyebrows. And I'll tell you what, it was a nightmare for three years. I just scrubbed them things and tried to get them off and couldn't get them off. They turned red, and everybody's like, Patsy, what happened to your eyebrows? I bought stickers to put on them to cover them up. Nothing. But fortunately, last year I found this lady who was an artist, a real artist, right. and she, she microbladed them after she drew them on. And I'm... So happy with them now, but uh, yeah, microblading is another form of tattooing, and and it hurts like hell too. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I I don't think I've heard a good story about microblading, but if you can find somebody who is uh, a a somebody who deals with um, medical cosmetic tattoos, you're going to save yourself a lot of right. aggravation. You know, right. as, as I've said, I literally had a local dermatologist tell me within the last three weeks, if I had not looked through magnification, I thought they were real eyebrows. So she obviously did one heck of a good job. Oh, yeah. Mine look great now. It's like everybody's like, oh, they're perfect. And they're really not. I mean, because there's no hair there. But yep. she made it. She made strokes like they were. Yep, yep. No, yeah, I, I, her, her, I, name, I, I, her name wasn't Michaela, was it? Um, no. Okay, I just I didn't want to. I don't want the last name here. But all right, Patsy, yeah. thank you, thank you very much. Can I say one more thing? Actually, I'm I'm kind of out of time here. I thank you uh, for the call. I need to go to Scott in uh, Wheatfield on WBEN. Scott, what do you have for us? Hey, Tom, how you doing? Hey. Uh, listen, hey, tattoos are so socially acceptable now. It's not like it used to be. You can walk around and see everybody's got tattoos. Not a big deal. You know, everybody, oh, the police are judging me for them. No, they're not doing that. That's crazy talk. They're probably looking at you because you're causing trouble or something. Well, how about but, the, uh, I mean, the content of a tattoo is, is important, no? Right. No, no, it is. And mine all have a meaning. Um, like I have one on my shoulder and on my shoulder, I have a big mountain and, and through the mountain, it says uh, mountains I've climbed, but it killed a thousand men. It's from the Almond brothers song from the Almond brothers on um, one way. Um, but, um, and that is because um, last year on the 21st of November, um, I actually had, co I got COVID and I also had a septic infection and it stopped my heart and, and I stopped breathing and, uh, 
my son and my wife saved my life. Uh, hold on, I got to put you on hold, but uh, we'll get back to you. Um, I mean, I wonder let, let, if if you get judged with a Satan tattoo as opposed to a Jesus tattoo. Uh, okay, dude hung up on us, so all right, he has uh, told the story. But I, I, I do wonder if you get uh, fewer um, looks if you have like a cross tattooed on your arm as opposed to I love Satan tattooed on your arm. Uh, 803-0930. Every tattoo has a story, right? I mean, what what story is behind your tattoo? And maybe you're just never, ever, ever going to get a tattoo. I mean, I've been thinking about getting a tattoo to commemorate um, various surgeries I've had. And then I realize I'm out of room. I, I, I can't it's, I can't fit them all. It just it's impossible. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, okay, you can see the scars. Do I really need more? Uh, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty frightening when you see the scene um, in Gangs of New York where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio opens his shirt and you see all the scars and you think, wow, kind of looks like my chest. Uh, let's get maybe a slight exaggeration, but not by much. Here's Rob in... Uh, West Seneca, Rob, you're on WBEN. Hello. Hi. Sir. I just wanted to pass along the story about my dad's tattoo. When he was younger, uh, his brother came in the house, had a tattoo on his arm. It was a little diamond with four lines coming off of it. My, uh, my father says to him, where'd you get that? He said, I joined a gang. He, my father says, who's in the gang? He said, uh, I can't tell you unless you get the tattoo. Well, how many people are in it? He said, I can't tell you unless you get the tattoo. Well, where's the gang located? I can't tell you unless you get the tattoo. So my dad goes out, gets the tattoo, goes to his brother, says, look, I got the tattoo. Now, who's in the gang with us? And he said, me and you so far. Jeez, that sounds like a joke. (laughs) I mean, that's a real story? That's a real story, not an old joke? That's the real story. Wow. It's a little diamond with four lines coming off of it. And (laughs) he just, he got them. Wow. Was, uh, many years ago, because they were, he was probably 16. My uncle was like 18. Wow. And he had that, story, that tattoo on his arm forever. <laughs> Told this story, and that's, that's a real thing. And they the only two people that had it. Well, all I can say is thank God it was a diamond with lines and not something that said, like, Aryan Nation on it. That would be uh, very <laughs> awkward. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and it's amazing. Some of the um, like some of the prison artwork that is done by inmates, however distasteful some of us might find it, actually shows a great deal of artistic talent. Now, the lady who called in before with the India ink when they were teenagers, uh, that that's a little bit uh, that's a little bit freaky because um, yeah, you don't I mess agree. with India ink. Uh, thank you very much. And by the way, is it racist to call it India ink? Can we call it India ink anymore, or do we call it indelible black ink? And why does it have to be black? Here, think about these little things, folks. We take things for granted. Um, all right, this is uh, definitely a worthy topic. Uh, Joe in Buffalo, you are on WBEN. Hello. Uh, you've got a response to truck drivers being judged at the border for tattoos. What do you have? Hey, Tom, thanks for having me. Um, I actually work at the border, and I process trucks. And in regards to that, I think it's just completely untrue. Like you were saying, probably half of my coworkers have tattoos. Some of them are really stupid. I mean, the only judgment I pass on somebody when I see tattoos like that is I think they might be an idiot or something. Or, But as far as 
passing judgment on the criminality. No, we don't even take that into consideration. I don't think anybody I work with does. But when when you scan somebody's passport, does their uh, record come up on your screen? Uh, uh, without getting into too much detail of it, yeah, we can see pretty much anything you could imagine. Okay. Um, depending on what it is, what his charge was in the past, it might uh, prompt us to have a certain set of urgency, but... I mean, unless he has, like, an active warrant or he's a violent felon or something like that, it we might spend 10 seconds looking at it, and that's it. And I know he mentioned, like, when he crosses the border, they take his documents and just close the window. But we do that with every single truck because depending on what the load is, we might have other different administrative things we need to do on the computer. So Interesting. I, yeah, it's just, it's... I don't think law enforcement really pays attention to tattoos at all anymore. I mean, unless you have like a 1% diamond or like a teardrop tattoo on your face, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, or several teardrops, as the case may be. Um, very yeah. interesting. All right, well, Joe, thanks for what you do at the border. That's got to be an excruciating job uh, certain days of the year. I thank you very much. Uh, there's Joe in Buffalo. I got pulled over to secondary once, and uh, they ran the dog. It wasn't even my car. They ran the dog through uh, my girlfriend at the time um, through her Lexus and uh, came up empty-handed. And I'm sitting there, like, you know when you're driving somebody else's car and you're thinking, wait a minute, do they have something in the car that I have no knowledge is in this car? And am I going to take the rap for it because I'm driving, or does she take the rap because it's her vehicle? And it's her vehicle, so she would have been responsible, but they didn't come up with anything, thank God. All right, it is uh, 357 at News Radio 930 WBEN, because otherwise I'd probably be in a, you know, probably be in a jail cell in Saskatoon with a big man named Omar as my prison buddy on News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, welcome to the show. And we're talking about you and your tattoos, the story behind the tattoos that uh, are you. Some of you don't have any tattoos, and that's fine. Uh, why did you get a tattoo? Can you stop at just one? Can you stop at just one? Or is it. Uh, is it something that is almost like uh, an addiction for you, for want of a better uh, uh, way to phrase it? 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And let us get back to the phone calls, and it is Jerry in Hamburg. Jerry, you are on WBEN. Hello. Hello. I got a... My, my wife was a nurse, and uh, the thing she always said, said about tattoos, they're only good to identify the body if the head and hands are gone. Uh, why, why would she say such a thing? She hated tattoos. Um, okay. Well, I mean, that's kind of a strong thing to say, don't you think, over a tattoo? Yeah. Not really. I I I've got friends who are who who are tattoo artists. They keep on uh, offering to to do them for me. Not nah, no, thank you. Um, I like my body white. You like your body without? Do you do you tan? Without do you, do you tan at all? All right, all right. Uh, thank you very much, Jerry. Um, Interesting. Uh, let's go to Diane in uh, Tonawanda. Diane, you're on WBEN. Hello. 
Hi, Tom. Um, myself, I've never had a tattoo, and I do not see in the foreseeable future that I will get one. But I was calling about my daughter. Um, always had a t- tra- trouble, trouble with her right and left. She actually yesterday went and got tattoos, an R on her right hand and an L on her left. Really pretty R and L, but I almost died. I was like, you're going to live with that forever. Uh, <laughs> that's very that's very funny. Um, well, she can always get right? it taken off. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, maybe someday she'll do that along with some other goofy ones that she has now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Talk to us about some of the uh, some of the goofy ones. Well, I don't even know what it's called. You know, these things that the kids do online and whatever, and there's a goofy character right on her forearm. And she's 22, and I'm like, oh, you're going to hate this later on. <laughs> wow. Wow. I know. But right and left, I almost died. But with your subject, I just thought I'd call and tell you. No, that's pretty. That's pretty funny. I, I thank you very much. Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Anybody else out there with a right and a left tattoo? Uh, maybe people uh, don't have any tattoos. Here is uh, Walter in Lewiston. Walter, you're on WBen. Hello. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. First of all, I have no tattoos, and the reason I have no tattoos when I was growing up, uh, some of the neighbors came to my house, and they were Polish, and they were. Uh, captured by the Nazis in World War II. They had numbers tattooed onto them. And they always told me, never, ever get a tattoo. Once you get that number on, you're uh, subject to what the Nazis were going to do to you. It may be... Well, I mean, there's there's a big difference, don't you think, between somebody choosing to get a tattoo, as clearly thousands of people have done, and something that is forced upon you? I agree. But that's one reason I don't have a tattoo. And uh, the other thing you mentioned, uh, it came across on earlier this, on your show, is um, piercing. I went to a restaurant uh, Saturday morning, and the waitress had her nose pierced, she had her eyebrows pierced, she had her tongue pierced, and she had a tattoo. That upset my uh, appetite. I had to leave. I put all those tattoos and the tattoo and the way she was pierced just upset me for eating. I had to leave. I, I couldn't eat after that. But do, that. Do, do you find yourself leaving more and more establishments? Because, uh, I mean, tattoos are kind of ubiquitous now, don't you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I am. I am not going to certain restaurants because of the people that are waiting on me. Wow. I, as I, yeah, that's what I said. Wow. I, 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 when I'm losing my appetite, why am I going to the restaurant? Uh, okay. All right. Um, but, I mean, what do you do? I mean, what, what are you going to do if you get pulled over by a cop who has tattoos? Can I drive away? You don't drive away. You have to tolerate certain things. It's, it's what's happening in, in America. We're trying to normalize toxic, social toxicity. Toxicity. But, I mean, the people, are, the people who've called in with tattoos, do you consider them socially toxic? I don't know why they have tattoos. Most people who get tattoos don't know why they got it. It's a, a strict emotional thing. You, I listen to your radio for the last hour or two. Well, it seems to me Most then you've heard a lot of people explaining exactly why they got tattoos. 
I mean, the one guy got it from the highway from from the Harvest Festival, uh, where fifty eight people died in a in a mass shooting. Obviously, a very meaningful tattoo. Somebody else got a tattoo from a song by the Almond Brothers because, well, he hung up on us, but uh, his his uh, he stopped breathing. I mean, these these, uh, tattoos are, and we're going to get some other calls from people about uh, why tattoos are meaningful to them. Correct. I have enough of scars on my body. I don't need tattoos to remind me. If you're going to remind yourself of something, you're not going to, the man at that 58 murder thing, I forgot what it's called. He's not going to forget it. He wants to remember it. Yeah, I, I was not expecting I was not expecting a call like that today. I'll tell you that much. I wasn't either, but he wants to remember it, and that's why he has a tattoo. So how about how about do, the people? Do you want to forget something like that? I'm sorry. Do you want to forget something like that? Do you want to remember it? Well, it's, it's up to the person who was there. I mean, were you there? I wasn't there. I mean, it, it, however, this person has to deal with it is how they want to deal with it. I mean, do you feel the same way? Do you feel the same way when you see uh, like a veteran with a tattoo? Does that skeeve you as well? They want to remember. I remember my father had a tattoo because he was a part of a, the Air Force in World War II. He had a tattoo that his unit had. Everybody on that unit had it, and it, it gave him camaraderie. It gave him mental uh, stability that they went to war. They were part of a unit. And it mentally it helps them. So, so why why would you? I mean, what what about people who who get like Grateful Dead tattoos? I mean, they've got a sense of camaraderie as well. May not have I, anything to do with I, defending the country, but they want to show their affinity for a certain band. I agree. I people have are getting in in the groups, social niches, and that's what the tattoos bring out: social niches, motorcycle clubs, and so forth. It's a social niche. And if you want to be in a certain group, you get a certain tattoo. I think you should get a tattoo that says, I hate tattoos. <laughs> there you go. That I, would, that's that... exactly what I don't want, because I don't want people to know exactly what I think. You're, uh, you're, you're setting out your, your ideas when you put a tattoo on. When you put bumper stickers on your car, you're giving out a message that this is what I believe in. I want people to not know what I believe in. They'll have to talk to me, and we'll have to have a conversation for that. Um, very, uh, very interesting. You ever been behind a car with so many bumper stickers you can't focus on just one? Uh, I read them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. And I, I, I believe it's illegal to have bumper stickers and stickers on your windshield or back windshield that you can't see through. I don't think it is on the back windshield. I'd have to double-check that, but uh, I've seen cars uh, totally covered with them. I mean, just like you see vans without any rear windows whatsoever, but they typically have the big mirrors, but uh, I, I might be I might be wrong on that. Uh, thank, thank you very much. I, I appreciate the call. I, I will say this. You can't have anything hanging from your uh, rearview mirror on your windshield. And right now on uh, the Internet, what you're going to see is there's an ad for a cell phone holder that drapes over your rearview uh, mirror. Don't buy that cell phone holder because that gives the cops probable cause to pull you over. You cannot have anything, not even an air freshener, affixed to the rearview window um, of your driver's. You know, you're not supposed to your your rearview mirror of uh, what you got in your car. Uh, all right, we're talking about tattoos. 
You might be pro-tattoo. You might be con-tattoo. You might have uh, mixed feelings about tattoos. I mean, some of them are very well done. Some of, the, uh, some of them I don't think are very well done at all. But they, they've all got a story. And one of the overriding stories, to me anyway, is that uh, tattoos have become much more, uh, shall we say, socially acceptable than they were just uh, years ago. 803-0930, tattoos and you. Uh, here's Leo in uh, Cheektowaga. Leo, you're on WBN. What do you have for us? Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Of so, course. Uh, yesterday, I just had my second appointment. Uh, the second session, I'm tattooing my entire body. So I started with my back. I have two-thirds of it done now, um, a tiger striping the whole body, neck to toes. You're, you're tiger striping it. I mean, do you identify as a tiger? No, no. I just think it's beautiful. Um, what colors are they? Just black. Just black. Now, just when you say, for now. Are, are they vertical or horizontal stripes? I'm not up on my they tigers. Follow my body. They follow my body. Like, um, like you take a picture of a tiger, remove the stripes, and you just kind of put it right over my back. That's what it looks like right now. So, are you concerned that over time, as your skin goes into different places, that uh, it's not going to align with your current musculature? I don't know. I guess that's a chance I'm going to have to take. So I want to do what, it. I've been thinking about it for three years. Uh, what What was the impetus? What was the beginning of your thinking about this? Um, I just think it's beautiful. I seen a picture of it online. Someone else had done it to their body, and it just stuck with me. And it's been an obsession ever since. So what are you What are you going to do about your face? Nothing. Nothing. That's. I don't like face tattoos. That's a little much. Uh, but the tiger striping your entire body is fine. That's correct. Uh, front and back? Oh, yeah. Uh, how how long is this going to take? Well, two-thirds of my back took about 14 hours. So it's going to take a while. So for those who haven't had a tattoo, would you like to describe the pain? Uh, it's exquisite. Uh, in, in a good way or a bad way? It's rough. You know, it depends on parts of your body, how much fat you have. You know, it's it's a lot. Like, I'm, I'm pretty thin. So, like, places like my shoulder blades were agony. You know, but there's there's ways to remedy that. You know, you can use, like, uh, lidocaine, uh, like, cream. Right. Uh, my, my artist was, uh, what she would do is put it on my on my, tat- on my skin, do a grazing, uh, like, graze my skin just to open it all up, and then put more of that lidocaine cream on. And it gets right into the skin, and then she could just go to town. It doesn't really hurt that bad. So, uh, riddle is this. Are you a heavy bleeder when you get a tattoo? No. No, I barely bleed at all. Oh, no, that, that's good because it can it can affect the results of the tattoo. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, you don't want to be bleeding all over the place. You well, know? It's, no. it's really about how you prepare your body, too. You can't take things like aspirin or drink the night before because that thins your blood out you know uh well absolutely that was one of the issues uh, they had when they were doing mine was that uh i, I tend to uh, bleed a little bit uh which doesn't bother me particularly but uh it was not not a lot of fun for the tattoo per- uh, person thank you uh, very much i appreciate the call tiger striping his uh, in- entire body which uh, is interesting you guys want to continue this 
Um, I'm game because I don't remember the last time. I, I think I've done tattoo shows before, but um, it, it's interesting because tattoos are not going anywhere. America, if we're not the most tattooed nation on earth, I don't know what the most tattooed nation on earth would be. Now, you might be like one of our previous callers that tattoos, no good, don't want a tattoo. You might have gotten a tattoo at one point and had it removed. You might have one tattoo and there's a story behind that tattoo. Your whole body may be a maze and welter of tattoos. Uh, You might have gotten a tattoo with your husband or wife's name on it and, well, maybe things didn't work out and you put a void tattoo over it. 803-0930 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. It is uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930, WBEN. wonder if we have any tattoo artists who are listening. I have no idea where you go to school to be a tattoo artist. I don't know. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN, and uh, we're talking about you and uh, your tattoos. And every tattoo has a story. And what is the story of your tattoo? Now, you might be one of those people who is like the guy who called in before, who absolutely is not into tattoos at all. But we've we've heard some interesting stories about. Uh, why people got tattoos. Uh, Continue to take your calls on this uh, particular subject for a little bit, long as uh, you guys want to talk about it. I'll talk about it with you. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to Zach in Buffalo. Zach, you are in WBEN. Hello. WBEN, hello. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to um you know i was listening to the show just wanted to add i come from the you know the gen z generation so we have a a vast difference in i mean ideologies across the board um and a big thing is tattoos i mean my first tattoo got it right when i was 18 um it was actually a note that my grandfather had written me for um a birthday card and i took that to an artist and you know i you know i wanted to remember it forever and you know instead of just having a, you know, the little card, you know, now it's, you know, it's a part of me, just like, you know, his memory will always be a part of that. So what was there about this particular note that made you want to uh, keep it with you forever? Like a last will and testament, something like that? So it it wasn't even the the whole note itself. It was one of the last, um, you know, before he um, ultimately passed away that he signed, you know, he, you know, it said, you know, the, you know, the usual love you, and then he signed his name, and that was one of the last cards that he actually he actually signed um, personally. He didn't just write his name, so that's kind of where the, the the meaning behind, you know, it was just the signature and, you know, his, his usual, you know, love you on it, but, I mean, it was one of the last. So do people who see the tattoo for the first time uh, wonder about the origin of it? Um, every once in a while, and I mean, you know, I've worked in the food service industry, um, for quite a few years, and, you know, like, you know, it was brought up before that, you know, people are, you know, physically disgusted by them, and I, it's almost disrespectful to, you know, to see someone get up and leave, or to, to even make a comment of disgust, um, you know, because that's, that's how we, as a generation, that's how we, you know, kind of portray 
frame of life, you know, just the same way as picking a color for a car or the, the color of shutters that we put on our house. It's, it's just how we portray ourselves. And for someone to be disgusted by that, I mean, it's being disgusted with who we are as a person. So how many of your friends have tattoos? Um, I would say probably a majority of them. Probably over 60% of them have tattoos. And do they all have meanings? I mean, I never quite understood the Betty Boop tattoo craze. I, I didn't quite get that, but that's just me. me. So, so most of them, um, you know, especially the, the, the friends I have that have multiple tattoos, they have uh, a select few that, you know, if you, you ask them about them, and if you really sit down with anyone um, and ask them about their tattoos, I mean, they could give you a story behind each one of them. But, you know, most of them have a few memorable tattoos, and, you know, every once in a while they get, you know, kind of the, the, the weird oddball. But, you know, even even bringing up, like, the Betty Boop tattoo, you know, it's still, you know, it's still an expression of, you know, what they are. I mean, maybe that could have been something impactful for them uh, growing up or even something that they liked that they, you know, just decided to, to add on to them. Uh, very, uh, very interesting. Uh, most interesting tattoo you've ever seen personally? Um, I would probably, the, the golden snitch, I saw it on someone's, um, they got it done on their Adam's apple, so it was a neck tattoo that wrapped around. Um, definitely, definitely the, the most unique tattoo I've ever seen. Uh, the golden snitch. Yeah, from, uh, from Harry Potter. Wow. Well, I guess you could have a tattoo from Harry Potter, but it's invisible, so they can't see it. Huh. Um, very interesting. Uh, thank you very much, Zach. I appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Uh, a little bit of a delay there on the cell phone. I apologize for that. Not really my doing. It's just kind of an electronic uh, thing. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. You know, it's interesting because... Um, you know, I think that if we'd done this 20 years ago, and we might have done it 20 years ago, I just don't remember, um, that I think the tattoo people would have been in a minority. Now, I think the tattoo people are in the majority. I think most people listening to this show have a tattoo. I I, I know how much I'd bet on that, but I'd, I'd bet something. Um Here's Allison in uh, Tonawanda. You're on WBEN. Allison, your experience, do most people have tattoos? Um, yeah. Uh, I work at a hospital, and almost everyone there has a tattoo of some sorts, whether it's something personal or it's something that they drew or just wanted it. <laughs> Excuse me. When you say you, uh, you work in a hospital, uh, like what department? Um, I am a unit clerk, so I deal with rehab patients, so short-term and um, long-term rehab patients. Huh. So at at the hospital, how many medical doctors or surgeons have tattoos? Uh, none of them that I see because they usually all wear long shirts when I'm with them. Oh, yes. When they, yeah, so I don't really get to see that part, but the nurses or the CNAs, or even some of the upper management, I, I see tattoos. And I I usually ask them, like, hey, can I see what it looks like? And they'll show me, and they're very proud of it. And I'm like, hey, I like it. At the end of the day, it's what, what you like, and that, my opinion, shouldn't matter. 
So where where you work, and we don't need the name of where you work, but where you work, um, uh, is there anything like a policy on tattoos? I mean, and the reason I bring this up is I think there has been a generational and tectonic shift in people's attitudes toward tattoos. I mentioned earlier that uh, there was a time, if you wanted to be a police officer, there was no way you're going to have a tattoo showing on the exposed part of your arm. Now you see it all the time because they can't recruit people who want to be police officers. So they don't really care if you've got a tattoo going down your forearm. Yeah, no, I don't really think they have a policy that they have enforced. I mean, at work you can see everyone... As long as it's not anything that's racial or something that someone can get offended by, then you're fine. I've seen people with Jurassic Park tattoos, flowers, um, kids' drawings, everything you can think of I've, I've seen at work. Yes, I suppose uh, a white power tattoo would probably be frowned upon heavily. Yes. Um, I, it took a lot to figure that one out. Um that is, uh, that's interesting. And uh, your tattoo is what? I have a tattoo on my left rib. My mom passed in September. So I got her writing of Love You Lots, Mom, on the card that she wrote me. Hmm. Um, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. Have, has anybody seen it and commented on it? Um, my family knows of it because I showed them. But other than that, I... It's hidden because it is something that is important to me. It's the last little thing I have left of her other than my memories. Um, And it's something that I hold dear to my heart because we would always say that either love you lots or love you to the moon and back. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, Allison, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, I'm going to do this for uh, a, a few more minutes. So if you want to get in on the conversation, I would uh, invite your telephone call with great gusto and uh, most heartily. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out the uh, the different um, the uh, different uh, attitudes and approaches of people uh, regarding tattoos. There are some people who are never, ever, ever uh, going to get a tattoo. There are some people who have one tattoo uh, for whatever reason. It uh, just happened to uh, stick out to them, and they got the one tattoo. There are some people whose bodies are virtually covered with tattoos. We've heard from a guy who's getting his whole body tiger-striped. My goodness, tiger-striped. Maybe you got a tattoo that you regret. Maybe you have a tattoo that you had taken off. And, you know, you see all over the place now signs, tattoo removal. Trying to figure out what's more common, the signs that say tattoo or the signs that say tattoo removal. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. I plan on shifting gears after 5 o'clock today. So um, at this point, I want to get your calls in on the tattoo situation and, you know, there, there was a time growing up where the only people who had tattoos were guys who were in the Second World War and guys who were somehow involved in motorcycle culture. I mean, those are the people that I remember having tattoos. And now tattoos are pretty much, uh, are pretty much all over the place. And uh, different people get them for different reasons. As I, as I mentioned, I mean, there are um, medical tattoos. I mentioned the lady who does... Uh, 
um, nipples for the breast augmentation for breast cancer survivors. Uh, there are permanent makeup tattoos that people get because, you know, as you get older, some things that you like to have that kind of define you as a person um, might just fall out. They might just go somewhere else and uh, you got to get them replaced. 803 803- 0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, you know, I'm one of these people who, I, I don't think I would ever get a tattoo uh, for any artistic purpose. The uh, tattoo t- that I have is actually just done for um, cosmetic reasons because, uh, you know, I ran into a situation where uh, basically most of my eyebrows fell out. And it was just a weird, weird look. And then what's funny is when you first have them put on, they're very dark. And they really stand out. They look almost clown-like when you first have them done. And all you'd say is uh, when I first had them done, I'm looking in the mirror. And then I'm looking at uh, Joe Pesci playing David Ferry in JFK, the movie. And I'm thinking, oh, what have I done? What have I done? I I look like Joe Pesci in JFK. But then as a few months have gone by, they have uh, faded and they look uh, more natural. And the uh, best compliment I got was from a local plastic surgeon who said, wow, I didn't even know they were fake until I was looking through my magnifier at you. That person did a great job. And I said, hey, any woman who can do fake nipples that look good can certainly do eyebrows that look good. So uh, I've got no regrets over it uh, whatsoever. But I will. But there's, you know, there's there's a limit to what I would do. Um, I'm certainly never going to have a goatee tattooed on my face. That's not going to look good. Uh, if I ever lose my hair, which I doubt is ever going to happen, but if I do, there will be no wig. There will be no toupee. Um, that's just one of those things I think you roll with as a guy. Obviously, it's different uh, for a woman, but uh, I don't know where your head is on this stuff. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, talking about you and your tattoos. And, uh, and Do we have anybody else who's uh, grossed out by uh, tattoos um, and, and various body piercings and you know, see piercings there, there's something a, a little bit different about piercings um, some of the piercings I, I, I honestly I, I don't get because people have parts of their bodies pierced that I would think would be very very painful and I don't know that there'd be a lot of pleasure associated with that at least not for the person who's on the receiving end of the uh, of the piercing I, I I know why people get their tongues pierced but uh, very, very difficult to talk afterwards. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, tattoos. Tattoos are everywhere. Are they on you? Here's uh, Rose in Lancaster. Rose, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Hi, Tom. Yes, well, um, I got my first tattoo when I was 18, and I got it because I thought, it was cool. I didn't get drunk. I didn't go with my friends. And uh, funny story is, I got my tattoo, my first tattoo at the GEX, if you can believe that. I, I, I didn't I didn't understand what you just said. You got your first tattoo? At the GEX, the flea market that used to be on Walden. Oh, wow. That takes you back some years. Yeah, yeah. So... See, that's the whole thing. I got my tattoos because me as a person, I thought they were cool and I wanted them. Um, so 
I have four of them, and either you have to be shown them. <laughs> um, there's only one you can see, um, like when I have shorts on, and that's about it. Uh, okay. Now, I'm just kind of curious, Rose. The term, yeah. the term tramp stamp, uh, as a woman no. with tattoos, how do you no. feel about that? Because you never hear a guy with a, with a tramp stamp. Well, well um, me personally... No. Um, what people do with their aft end <laughs> is, is their own business, really, <laughs> in all manners of, of whatever. But, um, I mean, I don't think any – I think if you're a tramp, you don't need a tattoo for everybody to know that. So. Oh, good point. <laughs> good point. It would just be superior to the gluteal uh, cleft. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, tramp stamp. All right. Yeah. Uh, very. There's a funny scene from Dumb and Dumber too about a tattoo that uh, kind of expanded over time. Uh, Rose, thanks very much. I appreciate the time. Sure. You have a great day. Y- you too. Uh, that would be Frida Felcher. Remember Frida Felcher? Here is uh, Dean in uh, Cuba, New York. Dean, talking about tattoos. What's your story? I got three of them. One I drew, and had barbed wires and all that stuff, and like a, uh, just like a designed and then I put my son's name in it because he was my first and then I got a second one with my son my second son and I have another one of of lizards on it because I like reptiles oh what kind of lizards do you have uh bearded dragon iguana an iguana tattoo uh, problem is when you go to Florida and it's cold, it falls off your body. That's the problem. Um, are, is, you're, you know what? Have you spent any time in Florida around real iguanas? No. Okay, I just want to tell you something. Iguanas might look super cool. Iguanas are pigs. Iguanas are the Canada geese of Florida. Iguanas leave iguana poop everywhere they go. They're 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 not even native to Florida. They're considered an invasive species that leave a lot of feces. I will never forget going in uh, September to Fort Lauderdale and looking at the ground, thinking, "Wow, the Canada geese seem to be down here." Then I realized that's not goose poop. That's iguana poop. <laughs> and the funniest thing is, I have a cousin and my cousin's ex-husband. They both went and got tattoos of flames on their, you know what? Uh, well, on their genitalia? Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, as they, get, as they get older, those flames will be doused gradually, little by little. Now when you got Viagra. Well, you know, there's uh, there's there's two components to it here. There's a, a a male part and a female part, and the male part they've come up with a you know chemistry. The female part they're still working on that whole female libido thing. Um, but uh, the female, uh, oh, I don't want to get too technical here. I, I'm, I'm just going to thank you for calling, Dean. Thank you very much. Um, okay, genitalia flames. Um, maybe some of you in the uh, in the Navy after shore leave felt like you had genitalia flames. <laughs> Everybody's got a story in the Navy. All right, it is uh, four fifty-seven. We all going to switch gears coming up after five o'clock, loves. We have 
Um, other things that I think we need to get into. The tattoo thing, by the way, really fascinating stuff. And I'm going to tell you, the call that's going to stay with me, which, which, which call, of all the calls, what call do you think is going to stay with me all day? The Las Vegas massacre one is going to stay with me all. I have not been able to get that off of my mind. The Harvest Festival, that terror attack that we had in Las Vegas, 58 people dead. A Buffalonian survived that. And I'm going to be thinking about that phone call uh, until, well, for probably like the next month, seriously. But we've got something else to get into coming up in the 5 o'clock hour on News Radio 930 WBEN. You're going to like it because you're not going to like it. Stay tuned.